Facebook, how are you all? I hope you're all well and I hope you're having an amazing week. Happy Wednesday if you're here in Australia. Good evening and good morning if you're on the other side of the world. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Elsa Morgan. Just checking my lipstick. <laughs> it's what I do. I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and I also have a global home business that I run around um, and I run around, I do around my kids. I work around part-time around my kids. They're home right now full-time as we are stage four in lockdown here in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, hasn't it been interesting this year in 2020? I bet you didn't have a pandemic on your bingo card, hey? Um, and I'm also, I'm also a coach. With the Higdon Group, I teach ordinary humans to be able to develop six-figure mindsets so they too can elevate in their profession. So as you're hopping on, say hello. Tell me where you're coming in from. Tell me how everything's going. Veronique, my girlfriend, how are you, girl? I hope you're well and crushing it this week. And of course, many, many of my home-based business friends and coaching clients are in the final week of August. August is an incredibly important month because um, it's you know September is the start of a new season for everybody and of course globally we are heading towards those big sales like November is you know Cyber Monday and Black Friday and we've got Christmas sales so all the, your, the work that you do right now is going to pay off in November I want you to understand that this is a super important week this week you need to really crush it you really need to do all the things until the end of the month to be able to um, experience some sort of um, momentum in November to capitalize on all of those sales so as you're hopping on don't be a stranger don't be a talker and of course sharing is caring make sure that you share this broadcast TC's in the house from Perth in WA how are you my friend and if you haven't Called her podcast, I highly recommend it from Victim, Victim to Victory podcast, showcasing many women's stories who have overcome in their journey. Absolutely inspiring podcast, and I highly recommend that. So, um, so guys, let's talk about mastering your message so you can connect with your audience because this is a fundamental part of marketing. And I haven't actually mentioned, which I should, is that this broadcast is like number six out of the marketing piece. Um, and it is broadcast number seven for the month, uh, broadcast number 13 for the month, sorry. <laughs> so uh, broadcast number 13 for the month as part of my mindset marketing and momentum equals more money series. So after this tomorrow, I've got one more on marketing and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm heading into the first of September. So I apologize for that. Uh, and second of September, uh, because I have to tell you, the last couple of nights, I've been suffering from a really bad sinus infection and my face yesterday and the day before was really swollen on one side and I found it really difficult to talk. So I didn't think you wanted to see me all like swollen, like eye popping out and all of that sort of stuff, but I'm feeling a whole lot better now and I'm well and truly on the way to recovery. So, um... So anyway, I will be finishing next Wednesday, Thursday, depending time permitting, because our team is on fire and we are absolutely going gangbusters right now. Um, and I will be finishing off the last seven broadcasts will be around strategies around momentum and tips and ideas and strategies, mindset combined with actual physical strategies that you can actually implement to create momentum in your business. Melissa, thank you so much for hopping on. So guys, let's get stuck into it. Number one. 
And the reason why I wanna share this, by the way, is I see far too many people still building incorrectly online. Let me tell you, I just I see, I just cringe, but you know, it's incumbent upon me as a leader in my profession to be able to educate and not judge. I'm not someone that's gonna judge someone if they don't know any better, but I will actually educate in the hope that they see this broadcast to be able to elevate our profession so that many, many more people can actually look at our profession as a, you know, as a proper way of actually generating income from home around your families, right? So this is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this particular broadcast, right? So number one, it's really important that you get emotionally connected with your audience. And what does that mean? Is like a lot of people just put up posts for the sake of putting up a post. Right? They just, they don't think about it, they just, they, it's not with intention, right? And really, if you want to connect with your audience, if you want people to start reaching out to you so that, you know, they ask you about what you're doing, you know, what product are you using? What company do you represent? How are you making income? You need to be speaking their language, right? So, and the way that you do that is by getting emotionally connected with them. Right. And so one of the ways that you can do that is think about all the times when you were growing up, for example. One really good example that I talk about often when I when I talk about this particular part of marketing and getting emotionally connected is say, for example, when you're when you're wanting to go into university, many people need to take out loans. I know in the United States, a big portion of people that go to university and college need to take out college loans, right? University loans. And they're, and they're crazy loans. Like some of them are like 100,000, 120,000, right? And then think about you've gone through university and before you've even started work, you've got this massive loan. And so if you're a home business owner and you want to attract people to be able to help to generate some extra income, think about when you were that student and you were, your, your loan was increasing year on year and you're, you're studying, you're, you know, you're getting yourself educated but you can't get any work because you've got to give yourself 100% to actually do your job. What were you thinking at night? Like what was keeping you up at night? What questions were you asking? How were you going to make ends meet, right? And so when you're doing your post, you need to take that audience back to the moment in time saying, hey, I know what it feels like to, you know, make, to, to, to live paycheck to paycheck. I know what it feels like when you don't know how you're going to pay the next bill. I know what it feels like when you don't know how things are going to turn out because I was that person back in university when my my line was you know getting bigger and bigger and I was pushing myself to finish university off. I couldn't get any work and I was thinking to myself, how was going to, how was I going to pay off this loan? And one of the reasons why I joined a network marketing business is to make some extra income to pay off that loan, and I have done that. And so now I want to show other people that are in the same position that I once was to be able to do the same, just to put in like an hour or two every single night to generate some extra income so they can just kill that loan, right? When you take your audience through that story, people will connect, right? So, and, and really talk about what you were feeling at that point in time. There are so many families, for example, that plan holidays and are never, ever able to take them, like many. I know that for a fact because my family was like that too. My parents would work like five days a week, 12-hour days, sometimes on weekends. Sometimes I wouldn't even see them on weekends because they'd be working, right? They were working all the time. 
And so you want to, hey, Omar, thanks for hopping on. And so you want to be able to say to people, hey, the, one of the reasons why I joined a network marketing business is because I didn't want that for my children. I didn't want them to be, you know, to be growing up around strangers because, simply because their parents were trying to make ends meet. I didn't want my children to not know who I was, right? I didn't want to, like, my parent, my sorry, my children to resent me because I was working constantly and then I'd never spend any time with them, right? And so you wanted to have that flexibility. I know like today, like my daughter was running around and I was doing some work and she stopped me and she said, mommy, I want to draw. I said, okay, no problem, let's draw. So I pulled out her, you know, her coloring books and her pencils and then she said, I want to learn numbers, right? I said, okay, no problem. So I sat down with her and we were learning about one, one plus one is two, one plus two is three, and we were just going through it over and over again. And she was so excited and happy. And she said, Mom, I like learning numbers. And I'm thinking to myself there, gee, I'm so grateful that I can do this, that I can actually stop what I'm doing if I, you know, because of where I'm at, because of the business that I have, I could stop what I was doing in the middle of the day and actually focus on my children, right? I could actually do that. Even though many people right now in my state are actually forced to work from home, they have to be behind a computer still. They have to be present, on, you know, in their job. I'm the boss. I'm the CEO. So the fact that I have the liberty and the choice to be able to, you know, if I, my, my daughter wants to colour in, I can colour in with her. If she wants to take a sleep, I can put her to sleep, right? I can, you know, I can, I can lie down with her. Right? And my son as well, like if he wanted to do anything in particular, I could do that as well. And so at the end of that, hey, Amelia, how are you? Thanks for hopping on. And so you need to take, articulate that. Like parents, there are many that are working many hours. There are many that have lost their jobs. Talk to them what it feels like not to have money to be able to spend on their children, not to be able to have time to spend with their children. What does that feel like? I know I can talk to that right? Not having money. I was born poor. I had two dining chairs as my bed for the first 18 months of my life. I can talk to poor. I can talk to poverty. You know, what would that feel like? There are many families out there that are experiencing exactly the same thing. They're living out on the streets, making ends, uh, making ends meet or trying to anyway. What does it feel like to lose everything? I lost everything in 2009. I had to file for bankruptcy. Yes, it, you know, a massive chunk was my fault because I had no relationship with money. I didn't respect money. I raised my hand and said I had to learn a lot about managing money, right? I lost everything except for my car and the clothes on my back. But gee, that made me a better person and that humbled me as well. Like I definitely was brought down a peg or two because I had a massive ego prior to that, right? And I certainly don't like the person that I was back then in my 30s, in my early 30s right? But you can talk to that, right? So get emotionally connected to your audience. Number two, think about like uh, um, your best copy. Um, what did I write? <laughs> oh, your best copy um, is really when you, when you come from your heart, right? Your best posts are from when you can speak from your heart and you're speaking to your audience's language. What do I mean by that, right? So many times I see posts 
where you know social marketers or you know people building online or online marketers digital marketers whatever you want to call them they are using like acronyms for example network marketing acronyms or company specific acronyms or product specific acronyms right or you could be speaking about science like Nobody really cares about the science of a product. I'm just going to be honest with you. Nobody wants to know that, you know, this particular product comes from the top of the Himalayas and it's this unique goji berry that you're never going to see ever again unless you actually climb the Himalayas and actually pick it from a specific tree. No one's going to care about that. What they care about is that it's going to help them achieve their goals. So speak from their, from their heart to their heart right? Don't talk about science. Don't talk about the fact that, you know, that this particular product is so unique and has had so much money generated into them. That means nothing to the actual person that's reading your post. What matters to the person is that, hey, is this going to help me? Because right now I'm in a lot of pain, right? Like, if you're speaking to women about a weight loss product, don't talk to them about the product actually saying, uh, you know, hey, this particular product is so good and going to help you lose weight because of this goji berry from the top of the Himalayas. You should be saying, hey, I'm so proud of my friend Mary for losing five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds with our product or using our system you know, uh, combined with healthy eating and exercise. When people look at that and I go, hey, she lost 10 pounds using that product. I want to know more about it. You're speaking in someone's language. You know, someone wanting to lose 10 pounds, someone saying, hey, I fit into my skinny jeans again. Women can relate to that, right? Hey, my husband uh, complimented me on my butt. Women can relate to that. Speak to people's language. Speak to their heart from your heart. And that is your best copy, right? When you are capturing their language and actually speaking at their level, not at a company level, which is all the science and, you know, the data and all of that, but go back to your audience's level and speak to where they're speaking right now at their level and you're going to be able to have your message resonate with them. They're going to be able to understand what you're trying to achieve and they're going to go, you know what? Veronica gets me. She understands me. She knows that, you know, what it feels like to have an extra five kilos and she's got a friend that's used her product. Maybe she can help me too. Do you understand? So it's so important. Number three, and this is a common one, but you know what? Common sense is not so common, right? Facts tell, stories sell. Very similar to number two, right? Don't talk to me about the facts that you've sold billions of dollars. Don't tell me that this is the number one selling product or, you know, this company generated $8.5 billion. Nobody cares about that. It's about the story, you know, the stories that the product's actually generating. It's about the stories that, you know, are coming out of the opportunity. For example, um, you know, I'm so proud of my friend Mary because she was able to lose 10 kilos using our system. I'm so excited for my friend Shell, who used our system to build a business and is now, is now able to pay her bills. I'm so proud of my friend Tracy, 
who has, you know, has been building a side hustle with our opportunity and has now saved up money to be able to take her, her entire family on a holiday. These are things that people can resonate and connect with, right? And so when you're speaking about goals and dreams and people's languages, things that are spoken at in the household, you know, bills are spoken about in a household. Holidays are being uh, spoken about in a household. You know, taking, going to Disneyland, especially if there's children, most children want to visit Mickey and Minnie at some point in time. You're speaking to someone's language. If you say, hey, my friend Tracy used our system and saved up money and is taking her children to Disneyland, I can assure you there are going to be a lot of parents that will want to know how that was done because they want to take their children to Disneyland too. So it's really important that you share stories versus facts like nobody cares that the company is $8.5 billion. Nobody cares that it's the number one and the R&D and the, you know, the GOT and the, you know, 501. And no one cares about any of that. But what they care about is what does it mean for them? How does it help them? Can it help them? Will it help them? I have these goals right here. Will that product help me? Will that product help me lose the weight that I need to lose? Will that product help me feel good about myself again? Will that product help me smile again? Will that product make me feel confident again? These are things that women talk about all the time. Confidence, smiling, losing weight, feeling good, right? You've got to think about all those words and all those things that women typically think about and that is what's going to allow them to connect with you versus 8.5 billion. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just putting it out there, right? And number four, and there's one thing to be able to master your message is to be relatable, right? Nobody wants to, no one is able to connect with someone that you're not. I've been, I've done that. I've tried to be someone that I'm not and people just weren't getting me. They weren't understanding me. And the minute that I accepted who I was and the gifts that I have is enough to be able to build the, the business that I've always wanted to build, once I believed in myself, then my message started getting out and a lot more people started understanding what I was trying to achieve. When you, when you are authentic and speaking your truth, people will understand your message and you're going to be able to master your message a lot more effectively versus you trying to be a version of someone else. Don't do what I did. I've done that, right? Where you try to be someone else and you'll just fall flat on your face. You'll miss the mark. People won't understand you. People will peg you to be something that you're not. And you're going to become inauthentic. You're going to be coming across inauthentic in your message. So make sure that you believe in your message. You believe that you are enough right? And just keep speaking your truth. Have fun, be authentic, be yourself, smile, right? And just, just know that you are enough and you will master your message and people will connect with your truth a lot more than you thinking that you need to be someone that you're not. Because I definitely have learned that message and I wish for you to know that you are enough. You're totally enough. Your gifts that were given to you were there, are there to be able to serve a purpose in this world and it's up to you to find out what that is. So guys, I hope this live has given you some fire and some ammunition to be able to connect better with your audience. I think that the, the biggest takeaway that you can take from this live is to really speak at your audience's level. Speak their language. Go down to their level. 
Ask yourself the questions, what was keeping me up at night when I was 20, when I was 30, when I was pregnant, when I was trying to lose weight, when I didn't have money, when I was trying to make ends meet? What was keeping me up at night? Ask yourself those questions because in those questions, the answers will give you your post, will give you your message, will give you you know, your mission to be able to impact people. Okay, so I hope that helps you guys. I love you. Thank you so much for following me, guys. And I hope you have a fantastic day. You'll catch me tomorrow with the last live to do with marketing. And then on Friday, we're going to be talking about momentum and how you can kick it up in a gear and finish 2020 strong. All right, have a great night. Bye.